Puppies, movies, and mattresses, it's pun intensive. And welcome to Pun Intensive. Your panel today is just Googleheim it, David Guggenheim, Gary and Deanna, Gary Halleck, Gary and Deanna, Deanna James, Bill me next week, Bill Kreider, and me planted directly between phases K and M, Aaron Faisal. So welcome, everybody. We're going to start with, as we always do, the zinger of the week. Uh, we're all very brilliant punters, of course, and so therefore, surely we said something quite Yes, no, I won't call you Shirley. Uh, quite humorous in the last week. So who wants to crow about their pun? Bill, you can go ahead and start. Well, the one that I had was that uh, when the reporter asked the senator if he had indeed been buying a lot of pornography, the senator replied, I have no real collection of that. Okay, oh, oh Deanna has one. and She's champing at the bit. I've got nothing. Well, that was an interesting one. You're not going to be champion of this bit. (laughs) David? Well, I went uh, to the dollar store that's about a block and a half from my house, and I bought an eyeball that glows in the dark. And they said, uh, that'll be a dollar eight with tax. And I said, do you know Gary Halleck? (laughs) (laughs) I just a dollar eight him. Actually, I went to the same dollar store that, that's over by David's house because he told me to go over there and get get some something. But I needed more than one of them. And, I, and you know, I was telling you before that I have to buy one item for 108 so I can say, so they can say 108. And I said, no, I don't want to wait. I want it right now. My, my signature line at the dollar store. So I bought six of them and it was, and it was like $6.50. And I, and I, I thought, I thought, how am I going to use my line on this guy? You know, and and somehow I managed to get it because the person in line behind me was you know was one oh eight, and so I so I said yeah I always I always say one oh eight, and the, so the clerk the clerk uh, says there's one in every group, <laughs> and and he and I said oh there's more than one, yeah. and he said he says oh well you must be a Sagittarius then, and and I said no. <laughs> Why are Sag- Sagittarius uh, people uh, more likely to pun? Well, then you're probably a, you know, a Capricorn or whatever. And he ran through like four tries. <laughs> the poor guy, he, he thought he was like, you know, the amateur astrologer or whatever, you know, he's really going to have me figured out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I, so I started, I started rattling off astrology puns at him, you know, uh, and I, I said, I said, uh, well, sooner, sooner or later, you're going to guess it. I'm sure you can, sir. And <laughs> he, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get, get it. it. <laughs> cool. Anyhow, I just, I just, I just had to unload all my astrology puns on him. I felt so bad. So, 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 but, but the important question is, what is your sign, Gary? It's cancer. That's oh. what I was I was trying to give him the give him the hint. Oh. I, I wanted to just give him cancer, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but, that, but that would that would be that would be nine. My zinger of the week. Uh, uh, oh, that wasn't it. <laughs> no, that was that was just me me trying to bail David out because he he and I have this thing this thing going on about the dollar store now. But you do know <laughs> that your pun made sense. It did. Mm. Eight so, cents. Eight cents. To be exact. No, speaking of no parking. Uh, I'm a, I'm a proud Walmart shopper, right? A lot of people like 
hide the fact that they that they shop at Walmart, but you know Walmart is the, is like Amazon for real people <laughs> that don't go online, right? So Walmart uh, recently has instituted this thing where you can order stuff online and then you can go to the store to drive up and come out to your car and bring it to you. And so all the prime parking spaces at Walmart, they all have signs on them that say reserved for pickup. Well, I drive a pickup. So I pull <laughs> I pull in there space and I go in and meet the greeter guy and I say, I just want to thank you guys for, <laughs> for, for reserving all these parking spaces because I drive a pickup. You know? and ine- inevitably, uh, they, they say, what? 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 <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll get somebody that actually gets the joke, but the rest of them say, oh, no, no, you're not supposed to park there. (laughs) The guy in the computer department decided to dodge your joke because you needed more RAM. Actually, now I understand what happened to me the other week. Uh, I I pulled into that parking space, and a young lady came out, and I asked her, what's your sign? And she slapped me. (laughs) Well, Gary, I would encourage you to walk into Walmart and thank them for parking for pregnant women. Uh, they would... You know, they're hard to pick up. <laughs> More ways than one. Especially after they just ate. <laughs> Even if you ask them, what's your sign? Uh, uh, what will we do with these guys? <laughs> uh, I want to throw one in there that I was kind of proud of, too. The, um, uh, it was Halloween last... This week, and so a very popular thing to do in Halloween is to make pun costumes, right? Like uh, you know, you put book on your face, and it's Facebook. And I thought it was your nose was in a book. Yeah, and then it's book nose. Book nose, yeah. <laughs> no, no, like I've got my nose in a book. Okay, well, oh yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. If that's a pun though. I, I mean, like the 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 pun ones, or, or the the real famous one is Freudian slip, right? So like you you wear a woman's slip and dress like Freud or something like that. Um, so I thought uh, I would dress as Joy Ramone, and it would be a punk costume. Punk. punk. Wait, there's the pregnant pause. <laughs> <laughs> we were looking for uh, that. I was so I proud think, of that. I think that one's a real crock. It's a punk crock. Here's here's a good one. Uh, Donald Trump came to Texas to stump for for Ted Cruz, right? And and so everybody was saying, oh yeah, this this is Ted Cruz, you know, this the guy you called Lion Ted, you know, and and how how are you going to come to terms with this? And he says, well, ah, uh, he used to be Lion Ted, but now he's beautiful Ted. I thought, could he let's say terrific Ted or so, something alliterative <laughs> or something? And I and I thought, no, what he really should have done is he should have said, oh no no, you misunderstood. I meant lion, like L-I-O-N, <laughs> lion Ted. He's a real good cat, or something. You know. So, so Trump, Trump had a perfect opportunity to sort of, sort of backpedal and and reform and and uh, uh, you know rephrase himself, but he didn't do it. So, in my head, I did. Well, I'm sure he thanks you. Uh, and with that, we will take a brief break. We will be back after this. going to play a game now that I invented with my own little brain. I'm very proud of it. Uh, It's movie taglines. Uh, Sometimes the title of a movie just isn't enough, so taglines tell us whether or not we will enjoy the movie, I I guess. Um, So 
The question is, what are some well-known movies you have seen and had a terrific tagline? I'll give you some examples. Fist in the Furriest, punching puppies was never this much fun. Midnight Pun, dad is getting sleepy. And Pie Hard, in your face. Phantom of the Opera 2, just another stage he's going through. And uh, Frozen 2, not as chill as you thawed. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> or up to the balloon payment is due. Beauty and the Beast inside the White House. What, is that a pun? No, but it's a great title. Okay. <laughs> it's a great tagline. I mean, you don't like the tagline? I'm not going to argue with that. <laughs> I've, got, I've got another sequel. I've got another I just thought sequel. I didn't get it. I've got another sequel. Office Space 2. This time it's personnel. Yeah. Journey to the center of the earth. Inner world. <laughs> In a world where there is no love. No. Inner world. <laughs> Inner world. I shot my wife. Um, it, the wrong kind of movie. Um, let's see. <laughs> How about uh, uh, E.T. The Cannibal Alien. <laughs> How about Planet of the Apes, the sequel, Planet of the Nines, from outer space. Ooh, good one. Bella Lugosi. Gone with the Hand, How I Became a Southpaw. Close and counterfeiters of the third kind. The first two didn't make very good money. That sounds like a sequel. The first two didn't make very good money. I believe the term you were looking for was Formica. Hello, Mica. Mike, Formica. Mike, Mike, check, 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 check. Sibilance, sibilance, sibilance. Formica, Mica, you will eat anything. I'm a dog person. Oh, I thought you were uh, punning on cats. Formica is a uh, laminate table. No, top. I know that part. Uh, Mikey will eat anything. Oh, Mike. Oh, Mikey likes it. Yes. I gotcha. Give it to Mikey. Mikey will eat anything. <laughs> we have to explain the punch to the host. Th then you know you're doing a great job. Yes. Thank you. Suddenly Thank I can't think of any movie names. <laughs> I need the cues. You can, you can do a kid's movie you loved when you were, well, a kid. Cinderella. She's come back to kick ash. Yeah, I like that. Old Yeller, Cinderella's Elder Years. Return of the Jedi, no refunds. <laughs> uh, Revenge of the Jedi. What? Cowboy version. Re Revenge of the Red Eye Flight. <laughs> is that what jet yeah, lag is? Good. <laughs> the last Jedi next to the last Mohican. <laughs> Uh, Next week, the Mimsy. The last Mimsy. I believe you. I, I'm not oh, familiar okay. with it. Sorry. Once again, we explain it to the host. <laughs> the new game, explain <laughs> it to the host. <laughs> Didn't Faisal. Nosferatu. When an eye for an eye doesn't work. Nose for a Oh, Nosferatu. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I guess I could have said that better. Nose, nose. nose for a tooth. Oh. Mm. oh an eye like, for an eye just isn't enough. 
Nostradamus. How about Terminator Tooth? Schwarzenegger's the worst dentist in the world. How about the prequel? Predeterminator. Terminator. Louis Farrakhan can't speak. What's the pun? He, he got in trouble for calling Jewish people termites. Oh. And the music was by Termite Be Giants? <laughs> there's, there's obscurity on top of obscurity. Um, you didn't or see that? It's all in the news last week. As we call it in the biz, a deep pull. It's like, who killed Whitey Bulger? Couldn't have been a Farrakhan. I always thought Whitey Bulger was a brand of underwear. Tidy <laughs> <laughs> Whitey Bulger. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a grain. And a dessert top. But wait, there's more. How much would you pay for this? <laughs> Don't answer that. Mad tax. Eight and a quarter percent gets you 108. <laughs> oh, mad tax. Mel Gibson, 108. Death Witch. War of the Warlock. The Flat Earth on a World. <laughs> <laughs> Death Witch. Don't order liverwurst. Good, good. They had the director's cut and the cold cut. For the liverwurst. Got it. Mm. That's baloney. Clue, a movie that sticks with you. Lead into it. Y'all got this. Oh, I got it. I got it. Glue. Glue. <laughs> <laughs> Jumanji, now with hummus. Hummus a few bars and we'll fake it. And with that, we will take a break. All right, we are back. I would like to turn this into a discussion. Uh, this is the is it a pun discussion for a while, and it's Always very surprising to me that people who know full well what puns are still argue about what puns are. And so there were uh, a couple that I had in mind. Wait, I thought you were the puns. Yeah. <laughs> no, we said he was in the puns are division. Are you punking me? No, Gary is, yeah, Gary's the pun king. We had a discussion a while ago about a t-shirt that David made for the uh, pun off uh, a few years ago, it said the good, the bad, and the punny. And I know that was, there was a, a point of contention as to whether or not that is actually a pun. Uh, and I, I thought it'd be interesting to hear what, well, we'll let you start, David. What, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, the uh, title of the movie is Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. The definition of a pun is, uh, includes using one word that sounds like another in a attempt at humor. So, so punny is ugly. Punny, they sound similar. Punny is a homophobic. They don't have to. They, they do the same letters. In they they don't have to. <laughs> well, the the easiest uh, and the same number of syllables. No, the thing is, is that most people the easiest puns to make are the ones that rhyme, and punny and ugly don't rhyme, but they are similar sounding words. Okay, so that that's that's interesting. So that's your point of contention. Similar sounding words don't necessarily rhyme because a rhyme means the last syllable, right? Usually. Yeah. Could so be more so than what one. What you but have that's similar there is the cadence. 
and you have the the fact that you've changed the last word, and that's kind of like the twist at the end. But uh, but it is uh, it is not a similar enough word to qualify as a pun, technically speaking, because it's not it's not one word that sounds like another word. It's one word that sort of vaguely reminds you of another word. So are you saying that is a pun or not a pun? No, my contention is it is not a pun. Okay, all right. Not a pun. It Marginal. A pun. Oh, well, I mean, this Marginal. wasn't a vote, but okay. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Had the movie title. Well, actually, the design was not meant to be a t-shirt. It was meant to be a banner that. Uh, How does that excuse it in any way? Because you should have seen the alternative design. <laughs> yes, but, but we're talking about whether or not it is a pun. I mean, I, this is some good banner. There's nothing, there's, nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong at all with using it in advertising or, or uh, you know, promoting the pun off or anything else. But the question is, is, is it a pun? technically a pun? Okay, it, will you admit it's that it's a play on words? Yes, but... And but, will you admit that uh, punny and ugly have the same number of syllables, the same cadence, and therefore sound the same. And two of the same letters. And two of the same letters. <laughs> Why don't we ever have musicals on words? We always have like play on words, but not music. I, I think we need to change this. A rock gearing. opera on words. There have been documentaries on words. And there, there are arguably musical on words. And friends with words. There was, there was For a, dyslexics. a very... Um, political, not politically incorrect, but insensitive musical. I think it was it was either Ireland or Wales. There was a mining accident where a mine caved in and killed a man. And a year after it caved in and killed a man, the community where it happened hired someone to make a play in commemoration of the event. And he chose instead of a play to make a musical of it. And the title was something along the lines, uh, Cave In, a musical in A-flat minor. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. So So is this a true story? This is a true story. All the stories I tell are true, but this one really happened. (laughs) Can Harry star in it? Well, again, it's not an election. Would you put some canned laughter in there? You know, yeah, they would love that. Well, the trouble was the actors went to the after party in a local pub and they said, we don't serve miners. That would be difficult in a mining town. Just talking about Shaft. Actually, the uh, family objected and the musical was never put on. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I went on the web and saw Anthracite. Okay, so David, I, I got another one for you. What do you always refer to as your uh, as your favorite pun? My favorite pun was um, uh, usually credited to Groucho Marx. Time flies like an arrow, fruit flies like bananas. So, I love that. But is it a pun? Yes. Yes. Uh, what's it punning on? Uh, fruit fly. Fly, right? Yes. Okay, so how about this? It's, pun- it's punning on like also. Oh, okay. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Because I was thinking the, the pun on flies isn't really a pun on flies, right? Because like, like if I said um, fruit flies uh, like an airplane, an airplane flies like an arrow, it, 
the flies is less the pen because the flying has the same meaning for each, although one has a name. But like is absolutely a pun in that. Well, I dis I disagree. Flies is the pun because they're homonyms. Fly, yeah, fly, you you it's it's spelled differently. If you're gonna spell if you're gonna spell it out, f flies. Uh, oh, that's true. It's an insect versus yeah. what an insect does, which could be like he said, an airplane. But like is absolutely a pun. But of course, the fly is called a fly because he does fly. Because like yeah. is uh, either a comparison word. So or what do you is... call a fly that doesn't fly? A zipper. Third base. <laughs> a zipper. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have our zipper of the week. So, so seriously though, in a pun, you're you're substituting one word for another, right? Right. That's one of the definitions. Yes. Uh, sometimes more than one word. Okay. So in this case, in in the case of that, are we actually substituting words for other words? Yes. I would argue that we're also substituting concepts. Yeah, it's the concept that's changing in both in both cases. That that the, the word flies is the same essential word, but it's the, the, the concept or the application which has changed considerably. It's double meaning of the word fly. And, and like. I mean, the essence is the double entendre. Yeah. That's the essence of the pun. But a double entendre doesn't have to be a pun. That's correct. And it doesn't, like have, the, it doesn't uh, have to be dirty either. The, uh, but it always is, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it was like the woman that walked into a bar. She walked into the bar and uh, the bartender said, what would you like? She said a double entendre. So he gave it to her. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is kind of along the same lines. This is my favorite pun that I ever came up with. We were doing, actually, this is when I like first met y'all, and we were doing one of those practice things at uh, Opal Divines. And the topic was uh, kitchen gadgets or, or something to that effect. And so the, the one I came up with was, what is the Onion newspaper's biggest competitor? And the answer is the garlic press. I really like that. That's very elegant, right? I thought it was yes. WikiLeaks. L-E-E-K. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I think that might be um, what Ben Zeke's answer was, too, yeah, <laughs> when I asked that. But, but the thing is, is it really a pun that the, 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 the gag is garlic it press in in the terms of newspapers is actually physically pressing to print the paper a garlic press is pressing garlic so technically it's the same word but it's far enough diverged from its original meaning that i, I think it's it's two different applications of the same word i think that's like fly and flies it is it's like fly and flies uh, the origin word is the same you your first thought is, okay, technically maybe not a pun, but if it diverges far enough and then, and then the, the, the intention is totally separate. And the irony is you can press clothes, but that would mean yeah, you have a, irony. But that would mean you have a dry, clean sense of humor. <laughs> fair is fair. Uh, so I so tailored the, that one for the... Uh, and, and the elegance of that is that you've taken... Um, the idea of pressing and applied it in two completely different situations, but you also have onion and garlic, and the context there makes those makes it a little bit more elegant because you've got onion and garlic and you've got press in both of them, but it means different things. 
So that makes it a little bit more of an elegant pun. There are puns that are elegant and there are puns that are very blunt. Generally speaking, the more blunt ones are the ones that people groan over because they're so obvious that they're just very blunt. The more elegant ones frequently go completely over take, people's heads. It takes at least a second and to get none it. of this really addresses the, the, the question of whether or not it's funny. And, the, and right. in this particular uh, instant, instance, it was very funny because it kind of grew organically. We were talking about uh, something that, that we saw in the Onion and the Garlic Press and then the WikiLeaks, which is like a third layer to the whole thing. It was, it was great. It was organic, and it, and it, it amused us all greatly to, to, to recognize that, regardless of who's, who said what or anything. The, um, the Onion newspaper is called The Onion. Their, their logo is an onion. I suppose it has something to do with peeling back the layers or whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where, where they got their name, but they got the. Uh, <clears throat> it's a pun on union. <clears throat> Is it okay? Well, there you go. It's a pun. It's a pun <laughs> from from the get go. But the but the fact that it's that it's uh, called the onion uh, doesn't mean that people think of it as an onion. And so by invoking the name of garlic, the word garlic. Then you're reminding people, oh yeah, the name of that is onion. It's like it's like when you say a hot dog, uh, it, you, you don't think of eating a dog, but 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 you use the word hot dog, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it makes you hungry. But but you, I'm, I'm not ready to eat a dog, you know. So you have to kind of remind yourself sometimes that words that words are in the vocabulary, but they that they're not really meaning what they were originally intended to mean, and we live with them all the time. Well, in Germany, they don't eat hot dogs because they're the worst. At least to all those brats, they are. Now, while we're talking about favorite puns, I'd like to share mine. And this was about four or five years ago at the pun-off. Jerzy Gwizdowski was uh, in the Punslingers, and the topic was insects. And this one was pretty elegant because when he started on it, it, was, it was, seemed totally off-topic. His lead-in was in uh, rich uh, Middle Eastern Arab countries, they have giant, beautiful mosques. But in Mexico, they're very poor, and the Muslims there can only afford mosquitoes. And that's one of my favorites oh, yeah, in that yeah. it was totally unexpected, totally unexpected twist. It was multilingual. Yeah, talk and about elegant. It, it was very elegant, I thought. And, I, and he also got insects. Plus, qualified for as uh, stinger of the week. There you go, and and I've laughed over that one many times uh, since then. It's just a very humorous pun. Can we talk for a moment about uh, my favorite types of puns? And I, I'll say that none of these are mine, but uh, I actually enjoy a pun that has many words substituted for one word. Um, an example of that would be a Star Wars pun that I read this last week. I thought it was hilarious. I have no one to attribute it to, um, but it was uh, metaphors be with you, oh. which is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. um, so having, well, obviously um, several words for metaphors or uh, my all time favorite, or what does it take to make an octopus laugh? Ten tickles. <laughs> so a couple good. of words in there or um, another... Um, we all know, of course, would be uh, entered a pun competition and uh, not a single one, one, no pun intended. Mm -hmm. And those are, those are, I think, the most 
incredible of the puns. Those are the ones that I mm-hmm. tend to appreciate where, where more. You're, where you're taking a single word and pu- pulling, uh, substituting three different words for it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like, um, like we're all in this to get her. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'll add it to the list. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and run with that because mine, and I also think it's incredibly elegant, is it was raining cats and dogs and I stepped in a poodle. And I know that one's ancient, but what? What, David? <laughs> I've actually never heard that. You're kidding. That's like third or fourth grade. <laughs> it's so perfect, right? Cats and dogs, poodle, puddle, rain. I love it. I love it. Cats and hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> Ketchup hot dogs. Can I, can, I go, can I go back to the is it a pun, though? Of course, yes. David Guggenheim and Brian Oakley and I, he posted something a couple of weeks ago about mattress firm. The word firm mm-hmm. applies to mattresses. It also applies to businesses. Mm-hmm. It's the same exact word, but way different, different usage uh, to, to the point where, where they are so far divergent that, that then it, they come back together and create what I, what I, I, I say that is a true pun. There. Well, so what was the the contention? Oh, there was no contention. We, we used it as an example because somebody posted a thing about um, firm believers. There was a, it was an ad for a, a bodybuilding studio or something, you know, and it, and it showed these women that were all toned, muscle toned and everything, and they said they were firm believers. Mm-hmm. And, and he was saying, is that a pun? Well, that's a, a, little, a little different because that, that is... Uh, a little closer to the to the original meaning of the word firm, but still, I, you know, and, and and so we started talking about mattress firm uh, in 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 relation to that, and of course now they've gone belly up, so they're not so firm. The sales were soft. <laughs> they were padding the profits. I think what was missing in the mattress firm was uh, what, it might have been Aaron uh, who said um, with the intention of humor, and I think mattress yeah. firm. I think that's where that becomes a question mark. Is it's not because I mean it's absolutely a pun, clear and true as, as day, but it, it's not humorous. There's just it, it kind of falls flat. Well, I think that they meant it to be firmerous. I think it, they meant it <laughs> you to think be it's humorous. Funny? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think they meant it that way. The mattress firm. This is as uh, Bill would say, true story, true story. Uh, I actually went into one of their stores, and I wanted to buy a pillow, and I was hoping to find one like I had bought once before which they no longer carried unfortunately and I was describing it and I said the core was memory foam but it had a soft outer layer before the cover mm-hmm. so you w- didn't have your face directly against the memory foam which has a tendency to get hot and they said no I said we don't have uh, those we have foam we have down and we have down alternative I said down alternative he said yes I said wouldn't that be up <laughs> I think I think I think Deanna's ready to insert a, another pun here. I, I am. <laughs> I, mean, I was inserting you were you were. It's a good uh, place to cap it off. And when we come back, we are going to play a round of pun slingers, and I really like the idea of that being our topic. So we will be right back. <laughs> And welcome back. It is now time for the Pun Slingers game. Uh, the topic is going to be, should we go with betting? 
Okay, we're all down with that. If you go to a new manicurist, is that a bet of nails? That was a stretch. Can we just like strike that? <laughs> that was fine. Just give her a minute to get her sheet together. <laughs> it's our turn? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I, I had a pun ready, not that it mattress at all. That's a hard pillow to swallow. If you hang a painting over your bed, is it a mattress Monet? Wait, that came out. That came out actually right. Is that a mattress Monet? <laughs> Monet. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just drawing a blank at that one. And we're recording this at Gary's house because he has a nice spread. I bet you all got that. I, I When I make a high mark, if I made a pun on Lennon. <laughs> John Lennon? Sure, John Lennon's. Is that, is that some, Have y'all seen John Lennon's bedding? Is that, is that some kind of a thread? Does that count? <laughs> well, you know they say winners never quilt, quilters never win. I think we're about to see Bill Duvet another one. But Duvet know it's Christmas. That joke fell flat. Sheet. I'll say. <laughs> Ah, she almost been used. <laughs> almost been. <laughs> she almost got caught on that one. You got to watch that. You know, they have permanent press sheets out now. They call them Tuck Everlasting. Oh, that's fitting. That makes my head bored. Have we covered everything? <laughs> Not tonight, hon. Somebody hun. comfort her. <laughs> I think I'll just make a pun instead. We need help with that one. Bedstead. Bedstead. A bedstead. It's like the headboard and footboard is a bedstead. There's so many things I don't know. It's amazing. Put on your cradle cap and think about it. (laughs) Oh, oh, I never would have gone there. That's great. (laughs) You know, my uh, bedroom's rather small, so I always have one night stands. Not a bedding. Nightstand? Nightstand? A nightstand is bedding. Part of the bed. Bedroom furniture. It's It's part of the bed. Well, what what if we call it a bed stand? That's a common Uh, use. But one bed stand wouldn't be a pun. Uh, I think he's a great actor. He always likes to hammock it up. So do you ever like lay in bed at night, Aaron, and wonder, do they even know we're doing a podcast? (laughs) <laughs> yes yes i do <laughs> i, I want to know really in this day and age water beds for you can't be sorta i guess that was a sort of an imperfect slipper <laughs> the linens went missing it was a great pillowcase 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 there was a detective on it <laughs> I'm thinking of every piece of bedding that I can think of, and I think we've covered all what, of them. What about what about your truck bed? I'd like to Is sleep that, in a double wide. The quality of the mattress was loft on me. I think this topic is a lot of bunk. <laughs> well, they gave me a lot of painkillers when I was in the hospital, so I sleep number. Sleep number is a brand of bed. Sleep number. 
Oh, Num- uh, number. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that was the. <laughs> Speaking of numbers, are you keeping score here, Aaron? <laughs> oh, you know I always do. <laughs> All, right. All right. When I go camp- camping, I, sometimes I'm sleeping in a pup tent, but sometimes I'm sleeping big. Big. I cry myself to sleep, so it's a sad sack. <laughs> I've got a feeling we're gurney win this. Those pillowcases were so expensive. I swear it was a Euro sham. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. She's going to bed and bath and beyond. <laughs> they didn't make a pun, and I caught you. If it's a hand me down mattress, is that an air mattress? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> you know how daylight savings times work. You pull your mattress back or you spring forward. Oh. <laughs> do beds still have springs? I, I, mine doesn't. I Some really do. can't recoil. <laughs> not since. Not, not in this political age. Not we since. We all use platforms. The, you know, the great musicians had them. Uh, you know, Bach. He had a Bach Springs. <laughs> Bach Springs Eternal. It's true. Not not me. I want to go foam. My memory foam needs more RAM. Yeah, I, I used to have a flip foam, uh, but it was closed closed cell most of the time. I had a sleeper sofa, but I got arrested for sectional harassment. <laughs> All right, I'm going to call it there. So the difference between the regular uh, Punslingers game and this one, in Punslingers, the last team or person to not be able to think of anything loses in this case it's an issue of me just giving a score to each team so uh in this case bill and gary uh got four points total deanna and david got twenty thousand. so uh i'm that really just really so i'm very proud of you guys we are going to take a quick break and then when we come back Uh, I have one more thing I'd like to discuss. And we are back. So real quickly, I would like to uh, talk about the O. Henry Punoff. David is our producer. And so, David, can you tell us uh, when and where and what? Well, the next one will be on May 11th, 2019. It will be behind the uh, the O'Henry Museum in Brush Square. It's the park area behind the O'Henry Museum and the Susanna Dickinson Museum in front of the Hilton Hotel, in front of the uh, Austin Convention Center, the little Austin, green area Texas. there. And um, we look forward to seeing you there. Excellent. All right. Does anybody have anything they want to uh, uh well, the Verbal Equinox is happening uh, Friday night. Yes, Friday, uh, November 9th. Yes, very at unlike- the um, At the Sterling Event Center. It's like a pun-off between the pun-offs because once a year is never enough. Yes, and more than likely people will be listening to this episode after it has happened, but it will also happen next year. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, this was Deanna James and David Guggenheim, Guggenheim and Bill Kreider and Gary Halleck. I am Aaron Faisal, and we will catch you next time.